Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's recording right now. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, we are recording outside of John's special, yesterday's birthday, and it was so much fun. He was so great. My cheeks hurt from smiling. And do you want to say hi, John? Do you want to talk? It's the intro for this week's podcast. Oh, my God. Uh, what do I have to say? What am I talking We're about? We're doing it live outside your show. We're doing it live outside my it? show. Oh, my God. It was incredible. The crowd was fantastic. I mean, we sold out by the end of the show, which yeah. is crazy to think. I mean crazy not me for those listening um, that was the coolest experience of my life it was crazy it was great thank you dude. it was I mean, so I much fun believe. what do you have to say about uh producer matt having a better seat than me i didn't pick the seats uh, yeah, that's likely story likely story likely. they were set up when i got here likely story. i don't know anything about anything he could have sure. came down changed the signs no i, that's I, don't, I don't even know my own name <laughs> Saw those signs, left it just as guilty, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway. So, this week. This week, we have Alexis Fox on. She is so hot. She is so cool. She has a really fucking cool life, and I'm really excited for you guys to all listen to her. I hope you enjoy Alexis Fox. This episode sounds better than the outside recording. I was like, I was trying to get my uh, business partner to set me up in my plant room because it's a lot prettier uh-huh. than this. But <laughs> this is what we ended up with. So but I have a ton of plants. Yeah, I have a ton of plants. I'm so jealous. I can't keep a plant alive to save my life. And I'm, I'm jealous of your ability to do that. But I was I was looking at your TikTok <laughs> earlier today and I was like, you are Miss Nature. Oh, I am. I am. I'm, I'm always hiking. I'm always having mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I'm an outdoors person. I always have been. I grew up in Pennsylvania. You know, the Appalachian Trail was like my backyard. Mm-hmm. My parents had a problem like getting me back inside from being, you know, in the mountains and just having fun. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. I, I love, like, I have toys for the mountain. Like, I have a, I really, I just got a new bike, which is, like, part electric and, and kind of assists you, which is really cool. It's going to be Whoa. great to take camping, which is my, my Jeep has a tent on top. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm all wow. that. Wow. Well, I saw you were in Yellowstone, and that looked like such a beautiful, beautiful experience. <sighs> Oh my God. And, and how lucky was I to get there uh, before the floods happened this year? Cause I went in April of this year 
Mm-hmm. And then shortly after, they've had record rains. And the north entrance is where um, I kind of stayed. And that whole area is the area that flooded. So um, it's absolutely insanely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's it's such a wonder of the world. You know what I mean? Like they have like these hot pools that are filled with like a colorful bacteria. Do not touch wild (laughs) animals. I went on a wolf trekking uh, tour, uh, which obviously came with a guide. Right. And I think that's the thing, like, like lately, uh, I think bison have been in the news lately, like on Yellowstone and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you have to respect these wild animals. Yeah. You know, if you want to get a closer or more intimate experience, hire a guide to take you because, A, they know the animal. They're out there for a reason, right? Two, you have to respect, like, the animals. Like, obviously, you know, there are signs up to stay so many feet away. I mean, mm-hmm. just respect it. They're there totally. for a reason. But it's absolutely worth it if you get a chance. Uh, I highly suggest it. Take the time. Drive through. You're not going to do it all in one trip. Like that place is so big and there's so much to see and it's so beautiful. It's just amazing. Like I saw bear, wolves, coyotes, all types of birds. Like and everything was waking up because it was like just springtime. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't crowded because of the time I went. So I was like score on all of that perfect and i just came back from cabo where i was swimming with sharks no cage but again i was in the water with marine biologists i've been with them before they understand Mm -hmm. the behavior of silky sharks where to take us yeah there's like 60 in the water at one time it was amazing it was a really beautiful time you are so. brave. You are braver than I. Those are all bucket list things for me. And I definitely, I'm hoping I could do those things. You know, that's, that's amazing. Amazing. Just take little baby um, steps out, man. That's all Yes. Um, but I'm so grateful that you came to chat with us today. I'm curious first about how your journey ended up in the adult industry. Like how did you start and what led you to the industry as a whole? I was living in Miami, Florida. God, I was just a paralegal and it was a miserable fucking job. Miserable (laughs) job. Oh my God. And then like, I was really good at it. So you end up with so many more responsibilities and like, you know, Mm -hmm. all those jobs are really sealants. You're only going to like make so much, right? They're Mm going to work you to death because you're a workhorse. Um, so I was just, this is not the life. And I, I knew I was miserable too, because it was like, you know, you do the happy hour and happy hour turns mm-hmm. into like, Oh fuck, it's Sunday. I got to like work tomorrow. <laughs> this is gonna yeah. suck. And then you're hungover Monday, Tuesday, and almost Wednesday. <laughs> and then you feel better, better by Thursday. And what are you doing? You're doing the same shit. You go that's out. not yes. a lifestyle. That's just yeah. not, that's not healthy. Right. That, that just, to me, that for me, that showed uh, I was unhappy with how my life was going at that particular mm-hmm. time. So I hold off and quit everything. I even changed uh, who I was hanging out with, just changed absolutely everything. And eventually I had to get a job because it was Miami, Florida. And just answered a Craigslist ad to be an extra for Dancing Bear. And I'm very much a free spirit, always have been just who I was. And I was a porn watcher. So I was like, oh my God, Dancing Bear, this is so cool. Let me go be an extra and watch this, right? Who doesn't want to watch live sex? I don't know. I was just, that's was my thoughts. <laughs> so I get ready. I go down there by myself. I sign in. And, you know, at this time I had like black hair, big tits, skinny, whatever. And they were like, oh, cool. And they went through this like 
laundry list of things that you can do to make extra money besides just sit there and clap and cheer on the blowjobs. It was like, you know, show your tits, make this much, uh, make out your friend, make this much. And then they were like, I guess they needed extra people for the blowjobs. And then they were like, oh, you make this amount for a blowjob. I didn't even think twice. I was like, fuck, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so I got picked. <laughs> like, literally, that's it was that easy of a process for me. And and you um, knew you'd never file an affidavit ever again after that moment. <laughs> that was it. I was like, fuck it, you know, fuck it. Why not? Like, anyway, that's, just, oh, yeah. that's what I thought. So they picked me, and I was the main uh, blowjob girl, which means I got to blow the, the guy that wore the dancing bear head. Not just the random stripper at the bachelorette party, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I got my hair and makeup done. Felt fucking beautiful, fabulous, you know, was dressed, jeweled up, whatever. Sat beside this really cool girl because I didn't get nervous until the penis was coming my way. (laughs) And then I just like, all I kept thinking was like, I did not want to take as long as the girl before me. I really Mm -hmm. just wanted to make it fast and get it over kind of, I guess kind of get it over with in some way or shape but also do a really good job so I was trying to remember all the nasty blowjobs I ever watched in my entire like mm-hmm. porn watching years and uh I did it and I fucking ha- I loved it it was great it was cool I guess I had also enjoyed getting watched too there's a part of that obviously mm-hmm. and the next thing I knew I was signed up to do my first boy girl the very next day which was four bang bros milf soup and lo and behold, here we go. I got a, I had to come up with a name. Alexis Fox called a friend to help me out with that. If you would have asked me 12, yeah, it'll be 12 years in July, if I would have thought all this stuff that has happened over the years and where I'm sitting today, which is really quite pretty, I would have never guessed it. It's, it's yeah. really opened up in an amazing world for me. It just empowered me in so many ways. Like I definitely wasn't yeah. getting that from like working for somebody else's dream on a nine to five or anybody else. Right. Totally. It gave me, you know, it gives you the, it gave me the authority over my time, which means mm-hmm. I got to spend more time outside when you're working these, you know, fucking nine to five really they're not even nine to five anymore right because they got you by email they got you all the time Mm -hmm. and before Mm -hmm. you know it you're getting there before the sun is up and you leave and the sun is down that's not a healthy lifestyle right right so i just switched it all up and it gave me the time it gave me the funds to do that became you know i've always been independent all my life Mm -hmm. so i don't know it's done a world of it's done a world of good for me I loved it. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm still here. So yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that we had talked about in one of the other interviews we've done was um, someone had said that I think that like one of the misconceptions of people who work in this industry is that like something tragic happened to lead them there when in reality, like you're here because you wanted to be here, you know, and that's, it's so, it's been so nice to be able to like confirm that to be true across the board that people enjoyed the work, enjoyed the freedom. And there's like a sort of entrepreneurial part of it where like you really can control how, like one of the questions that I got was how often do you work? And it seems like it's just like whenever I want to type of thing oh especially now especially with yeah. like only fans and all like that really took off I mean there's always sorry my nose itches <laughs> <Of course. laughs> <It's fine. laughs> she's like 
like she touched. I, I'm, I talk with my hands. This is like, oh god, this is so funny. worry. I'm um, Italian. <laughs> See what she needs to do. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Your editor is gonna be like, oh Jesus. I have been able to now have some success in opening other businesses. For instance, I have a coffee business, High AF Coffee. It's not infused. It's high altitude yeah. for coffee, and it's a slick way for me getting Alexis Fox, the AF, in there without like pissing off a lot of people in the mainstream because if I put my name Alexis Fox and someone's wife you know or whatever uh, could be a religious person like whatever the reason Mm -hmm. sometimes people don't like us (laughs) just on the back of our career not because they know us as a person and 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 maybe what we do beyond Mm -hmm. that right and there's so many of us do more than just, you know, what people see on their computer or whatever DVD or whatever mm-hmm. people are playing us on anymore, phones. <laughs> so I, I've been able to start a coffee business. And now that coffee is now in a local store here, uh, Corey's here in Vegas. So you can actually, oh, wow. yeah, it's in a brick and mortar, which is really cool. And I'm hoping to get that actually in more places all over Vegas. I did a collab with a local brewer called Astronomy Aleworks. So my coffee is now in a beer that they sell in cans called Cheers to Breakfast. It's a golden ale with vanilla and cinnamon. It's a 5.5% so beer. Cool. Yeah, it's been fucking fabulous. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if I was working for somebody else's dream at a cab salary, there's no fucking way you, especially right. this day and age, if you're not outside hustling in some way, and I do highly suggest starting an OnlyFans, but mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I mean, why not? You don't even have to show your face on that shit. You know, it's just open a world that I never thought was going to be like, I never thought was possible. Mm-hmm. And so like dreams, like, you know, you like joke around, you think about this stuff. And I always loved coffee. And I mm-hmm. literally came up with the idea by sitting in my hammock, which I'm looking at right now, same hammock, uh-huh. smoking a joint. And I was on a Sunday, Sunday fun day, right? And it was a beautiful <laughs> morning. And I was like, I need my own coffee business. <laughs> Boom. And hence, yeah, my friend was like, you're crazy. And I'm like, I know, let's do it. You know, fuck it. You learn I, along I the way. I love that. Yeah. And he, oh, yeah. And and that's the thing, like, I think a testament of like a really my life is I said a lot of yes to a lot of opportunities without mm-hmm. like, I'm not sitting here saying don't think through some things, obviously, because mm-hmm. you know, they're life changing things. Of I don't course. know if like me just saying yes, I've just been very lucky or whatever, but I have, I have just said yes without, you know, really weighing a lot of stuff out. And it's been very successful for me. And it's not like... I haven't made mistakes along the way. Fuck yeah. And I learn from those and I make the business better. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. So let's do this. It's been great. It's been a great journey. Great. And then also my comedy show, which we were playing, uh, which we were in um, actually LA after the pandemic, we just made it into a podcast. It was great. You know, just, just it just, everything just turns into something else, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, life is always funny the way that it works that way, where like you, you think you have some sort of plan, but it sort of takes you down its own course anyway, you know, and, and oh, I'm yeah. sure that there's the, a lot of the things you're doing now, doing, working in the adult industry and having like that sort of entrepreneurial vibe happening probably helped you to build these other businesses and side hustles that, you know, because you had a mind for it now. Yeah. Well, you're building a brand as it is. That's what Alexis Mm -hmm. Fox, it's a brand. Let's, you Mm -hmm. know, let's, it's a business. So building that and being responsible for all of that. And man, it's, it's work, especially like now what comparable to how much I work now compared to what I worked in the beginning. 
no, I put my time in for sure. Mm-hmm. But now what makes it so much easier um, as far as shooting for other companies or clearly shooting for yourself is like all now the subscription sites like OnlyFans and everything mm-hmm. like that, which makes you even more of an entrepreneur because now I'm a producer, director, I'm doing all of it, the create, you know, mm-hmm. content creation of the work that I'm putting on that on those pages. Yeah. So totally. this career field is a lot of things and mm-hmm. it's been booming and it's wonderful. And I have I've had just an amazing, amazing time doing it. That's amazing. One of the yeah. questions that people had asked was how the industry had changed and like what your thoughts on the change in the industry and how you adjusted to those. But it sounds like like you've really sort of embraced the changes in terms of like OnlyFans and that kind of a thing. You have to embrace change, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's inevitable. It's going to happen with you or without you. And you can either mm-hmm. fight it and mm-hmm. struggle it or you can figure out like, okay, well, some of this may be work for me and this may not and, and adjust it. I mean, we are our master creators of our reality. I'm a true believer of that. And you can create that at any given time. Just make that decision and work on it. You have to, you can't just say it. You got to actually put forth the fucking effort and do it, Mm -hmm. but you can, that's the beauty of it now. I mean, I'm lucky enough. I am contracted with browsers, which is a huge company, you know, responsible for a lot of different sites and they take such great care of us. And so that's Mm -hmm. a set amount that I agree to every month. And that gives me time to also work on all these other projects that I have going on. And it's a beautiful time to be, me. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a full time. Uh, I love I, it. I love it. I'm all into it right now. I'm all about my self-love right now. As you should be. <laughs> right? Oh, God, I can't preach it enough. It's a good time, I think, to be in the industry, if uh, especially um, business-minded, and mm-hmm. um, which, you know, most of us are. You know, but mm-hmm. like in any career, like, you know, I'm sure like in any career you have people that, you know, get in not really understanding and under you know, all the all the things that come with it. You mm-hmm. know, my body and everything is on the internet and it's gonna be on the internet no matter I could have something taken down, but oh my god, it's already been shared how many times. It's there. The imprint right, right. is there. <laughs> like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I know that it is in an adult entertainment. Entertainment. It's not an education. <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So I really wish people would understand that it's entertainment, not education, and it is adult for a reason. Do you ever like reject any of the things that people ask you to do? I mean, now you have a contract with browsers, which is cool. Um, and I feel like you, the things that you do are relatively open, but are there things that you reject? And do you feel like like you have, I mean, there's a sort of two different questions, but do you feel like there is sort of a responsibility you feel in terms of like the education aspect of it? Or do you sort of feel like this is entertainment and like the education portion of it is just not, not your responsibility? So let me start with the first part. Okay. So we do have boundary checklists. We could say no oh. to anything. Oh yeah. And we actually go over our boundary checklist with our partner and the mm-hmm. producer, director, also an on-site liaison. And it's also filmed. Oh. And yeah, we have legal, we start from the very beginning. We show our IDs right next to our face. We say our name, our age, our stage name, whether or not, you know, we're on any drugs or alcohol, 
because uh, obviously you can't. You know, all the legal normal questions. I, right now I'm drawing a blank. I, any other time I could probably say it by heart, but like I've done it so long <laughs> for so many years. <laughs> that you understand the script, that you understand what you're shooting and mm-hmm. that you're aware. And that's all on video. And then there's also an exiting video. And then there's also the video where we go over pronouns. We go over our safe words. Like if, mm-hmm. like if something, it doesn't feel right. Whether, it, even if we want to drink a water, cut. You know, sometimes too deep for you that day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're not, it's not deep enough to stop, but you're like, you're like oh, hey, edge up. So maybe uh, we'll do an, a, a nonverbal cue. This uh-huh. way, everybody in that room that's either watching, videoing, or being mm-hmm. part of it, if some of that gets crossed or it gets heard and we know immediately stop, the cameras continue to roll on so that everything is on camera. I it's safe. I feel so interesting. Um, I do. I feel very safe. Some days, like you know, uh, you may not want to be choked that day or do light Mm -hmm. choking. Like also, the company I work for, they're not really too heavy with any of the kink. So it'd be Mm -hmm. like light choking. We get to choose whether or not we want our hair pulled, whether or not we want to be lifted, what what. Uh, we can even probably, you know, what positions, maybe you can't get a position that day for whatever reason, you know, we're humans. So those things change, but every time it doesn't matter how many times I've shot with them that like last week, I shot with them three days in a row, Mm -hmm. same questions, gone over the same questionnaire over and, you know, just things change. Maybe you woke up and you don't feel like doing that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That is how they run their sets. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, and I love it. Uh, It makes everybody on set accountable, including yourself. You know, it just, it makes me feel really super safe. And and when you feel comfortable and safe, you're going to have a great Mm -hmm. time on set. Our Mm -hmm. job is to connect, you know, we're, we're putting on, our job is to create that fantasy for whomever is going to click on that. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're feeling safe and comfortable and everybody knows the deal, Leo, mm-hmm. things go really well. Right. Right. You know, and people are, you know, and, and, and in, people are made to feel very comfortable. You can like, you can call that cut at any moment in time. And I, I honestly, I've only been on breast sets since like the pandemic because I've been contracted with them for so long, right, but I'm right. sure that every other company out there, especially now, because, we want to make that a safe environment. I'm sure every company has their own way of doing that kind of similar yeah. um, way of doing it. I just can't speak on those. I can only speak from right. my own personal experience, but yeah. So like if you're going to a gangbang, you know, you're safe, right. Right. <laughs> which exactly. I highly suggest all women try. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. You don't have to do shit. You're just like, okay. You just, you just lay there. That's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about you having a good time. Oh my god! It's all about your pleasure. Oh my god! That's so funny. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so when you're doing scenes like that, like obviously you're feeling safe, you're having fun. How much of it is fake versus like uh, like? I feel like fake is sort of like not really even the word that they mean. I think they're what they're really asking is how many is like the acts are real. Yeah. And like how much of it is like performing versus like you actually are having that level of fun. I mean, 
it can also it can depend on the scene and it can depend on mm-hmm. the partner and it can depend on you know sometimes the scenes have us do some like awkward positions or move around in different spots where you're like you're on off on off that kind of mm-hmm. creates that kind of it's hard to create continued mojo <laughs> throughout right, if you have right, a lot right, of start right. stops so those might be a little bit more put on but the goal is to always have a really good time while we're doing mm-hmm. it right um, I do. I always like mm-hmm. in some way or another, whether if it's, I might have to take care of myself afterwards. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, a lot of times, you know, like if you've worked with a partner with this, with your scene partner many times and you know, and it's like, you know, kind of the classical type of scene, it's going to be fun and mm-hmm. you can just sit back, relax. And those are the more natural, you know, mm-hmm. um, sessions and, and fun but yeah it just kind of depends you know and yeah it also depends you're a human being sometimes you know you not might you not you might wake up not your horniest one day <laughs> right right like any other we job, also sometimes and, up. yeah and you know we you also know. uh i try to schedule around my period just because i can mm-hmm. do that now i can mm-hmm. i can really schedule how and where i want to work because i've been in for 12 years i've built a brand and literally like you know that's that's right. why you do it right but sometimes, shit, that little sneaky woman, that little just pop up, and you're like, fuck, I have a scene tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> you are supposed to be two days later. Like, whatever right, the right. case may be. Well, we still go to work. That You know, we still go to work. So uh, maybe on those days, you might not feel your best, you know, mm-hmm. Some, you know, whatever. So just to kind of depend. I'm curious about logistically how, so would you wear like a disc or something so you keep the blood where it, like, so it's not involved or- Okay. Just use a okay. sponge. Uh, you can get the natural feminine sponges off of Amazon, or you can, if you don't mind, you can even use a makeup sponge. Uh, just oh, remember wow. that you will need to pull that out because that will soak whatever in. Yeah. Uh, and depend also your flow and stuff. Like I, I could actually show you one if you really want to see what one looks like. I have a natural sponge, uh, but. Uh, so I like the natural sponge because the natural sponge doesn't have any bleach or anything in it. Right, right. Which um, like even so there's I, bleach in like tampons even and chlorine and oh, all this crazy oh stuff. Oh my god! And we've been putting like and I just like Jesus man, I've been putting that stuff up me for how many years? Oh and like I mean because fuck, I the time here I the, the time period I grew up. Fuck. <laughs> well, it's like we also just were like we were never like taught to even look. We were just you know we just like trusted that everything was fine because why well, would we not trust that everything? I just don't think women. I don't think women talk about sex. I don't think women talk about mm-hmm. our private areas. Why are we even calling mm-hmm. it? We don't talk about our pussies. Like right. we should be able to say pussy to each other and not be like, yes. oh, fuck. Like our cunts. We should be able to talk about it. Uh, is it clean? Hey, mine shit smells funny. What have you ever had this <laughs> problem before? Uh, you know, just talk like or or you know talk about menopause talk about periods women just don't talk and if we're not talking mm-hmm. it's because we're not fucking getting educated by our moms half the time right, you know there's right. a lot of people that aren't we're just going through this life with this pussy and it's like a little oven it's like a self-cleaning oven we and things get like out of whack like i don't mm-hmm. know like i run high in candida so if i have too much wine i'm like oh i'm risking a yeast infection i have to think right. about that shit like yeah how many women like I know immediately when on an onset how women know their body like that 
Mm-hmm. You know why I know my body like that? Because it's my fucking job to know my body like that. Mm-hmm. And we, and, and you know, all heartedly, maybe it took this job to know my body and love my body and really pour a shit ton of self love into myself to, to get to this point. Probably really shouldn't have taken this job to do it. We should just be automatically being doing that to ourselves and really like understanding how our bodies work. And if we eat this way or drink this way or maybe not get the right toy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Let's use toys. It's okay. Learn yes. how to get yourself off so that maybe we can orgasm with our partner and we're not just like a fucking cum bucket for them, which is fun, too. Don't trust me. I could go, Woo! it's fine. Sex is all types of different ways. And we mm-hmm. really need to talk about that. We should be talking. Like, I think it's okay. It's great that I, I'm in the business where my close girlfriends, I could talk about pussy. I could talk about different types of sex. I mm-hmm. can talk about big dicks, small dicks, making out with another woman, like whatever. You know, like I'm lucky I can do that. I have a resource and it's endless and it's beautiful. Anal sex, nothing wrong with it. If women know and understand their bodies, they might enjoy it too. It's Mm -hmm. not for everybody. But how do you know if you're like, oh my God, I'm afraid to shit on the dick. So what? He's putting your fucking dick. You know, like. Exactly. You both know. Like, you're both adults. If it happens, fuck it. But if you want to learn how to do it where that doesn't happen, ask us. You know, I, I, you know, it's, it's okay, man. We're a wealth of information. I mean, like, I, I I don't, uh, (laughs) doing anal for the first time on a seat. And what we do on camera, man, we know how to take care of ourselves. Like, Oh, I'm sure. I'm it's sure. not Nora. Like, don't take what we do on camera. Like, what you're gonna is gonna. You're not gonna be doing 40 minutes of anal sex at home. Trust me. You're gonna do like a minute and a half. The guy's gonna blow his load, and it's gonna be done. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, babe. Oh my God. I can't believe it. Right. Wow, it's right. done. And you're gonna but, be like, fuck. That was it. Oh, eat my pussy, bitch. Like, that's what I would do. Right. Right. Uh, you're kind of like, well, I just got myself all worked up for that. Okay. Exactly. Uh, I, I did all the preparation, but. We're a wealth of information, and I think women really should uh, should be in groups and talk to one another. I mean, you're fucking friends. If you can have Rose all fucking day and hold a bitch's hair up in the so she's not puking in the toilet or whatever, you mm-hmm. can talk about some pussy talk. You know what I mean? I've never agreed more. Hey, and that's my what... boyfriend. Yeah, my boyfriend's dick smells. Oh, he's probably fucking another bitch. Okay. <laughs> But I, I agree. Me and my friends are like that, though. Like, and that, I thought that was normal until I moved out of New York and I moved to California and my friends were yeah. just over there. were just not like that. And I was like, how do you learn? How do you learn anything if you're not talking to your friends? You know, and so then and then I started to think, like, unless you're seeking all of this information out, you just like won't find it because it's not like you're going to learn it in your health class in school. And oh, yeah the please (laughs) and so that's never going to happen and so a lot of times what you're taught in school is like how to not get pregnant how to not get stis that stuff which is all fine and great and like you should learn all of that but like who's teaching you how to have fun like who's teaching you like what's actually enjoyable and like how to do those things in a way that's whatever safe and clean and whatever you want it to be comfortable even yeah i mean yeah Talk about it. I love it when I have couples that write me or I have men that write me asking me, like, my my wife, my girlfriend doesn't orgasm. I know she doesn't. How can I get her to orgasm? And I'm like, well, first of all, you got to talk to her and relax her. 
you know, what, what is, what's going on in here? You know, I think a lot of women are here, uh, you know, relax this first and the rest will follow, you know, talk to her, find out, you know, maybe she's just not comfortable. Maybe you're not doing what she likes. I, I really think like as couples, if you can't, you got to talk intimately to each other too. And I, if, I kind of get irritated a little bit when people are like, oh, is your partner playing porn and all this? It's ruining the relationship. Well, first of all, why is your partner hiding it? That's a communication problem. That's not a porn problem. You mm -hmm. have a problem with your relationship communication. Mm -hmm. Maybe he or she is embarrassed about what kink they're into. And they don't know how to talk to you because maybe you don't receive information well. So maybe that's what you need to examine. Maybe it's not always the porn. To give it it's, you never the por it's never the porn. It's not actually. <laughs> that's not it's, what it's, it is. Yeah. It's, a, it's the same. It's the same sort of thing with like. The, with people cheating it's not it's not really that they just like felt like it that like it's not they didn't like trip and fall into it there's a reason yeah, that they're there yeah. <laughs> there's a reason right. they're there and it's it's a similar thing sort of across the board and, and you're right it's like ultimately a communication thing like what what do you feel like like you're not getting from this relationship that you want to explore maybe important and it could just even be like there's nothing that's missing from the relationship this is just something that's fun for me too like an added right. bonus. Right, an added know? thing. Like, and like, sometimes a little me time's okay. I think like some people, you know, you don't have to be like so intertwined all the time. Yeah. It's okay to have yes. a little me time. And, and maybe the other, maybe the other partner should have a little me time too and learn, you know, it's okay to masturbate and fantasize yeah. about whatever it is they want to fucking fantasize about. Right, enjoy right. Enjoy sex. It's okay to have, you know, let your little inner slut out a little bit and enjoy it. It feels good. Pinch your own fucking nipples. Do whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to know until you try it. <laughs> exactly. And it also, you had sort of mentioned this before, like how are you going to enjoy sex with a partner if you don't know what works for you and you figure out what works for you by having your me time and masturbating and watching, you know, watching porn if you feel like that's something you want to do. But you have to do the exploring yourself because you want to be able to direct your partner too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and educate them on what's going to get you off because the whole ultimate goal, you don't want to just like, you want to have an orgasm together, whether it's mm -hmm. separately or somewhere, there's enjoyment for the both of you, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. and it's, and be receptive to, listening to your partner's needs as well. And if it is something that's beyond your boundaries or whatever, communicate that as well, but not in a dismissive or a bashing way, you know, like people aren't always going to like the same things in sex mm -hmm. and that's okay as well. But, you know, understand and how you articulate and have that communication is, and, and the comprehension of all of that is so important and to mm -hmm. always do, because you're talking about such an intimate detail, do it with an open heart, listen, maybe not even react, take it in mm -hmm. if you need a moment mm -hmm. and, and understand all of that. Yeah. One of the ways that I always say is a better way to communicate is it's less of, um, I don't like when you do this, 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 and more of saying, I love when you do this, this, and this. So that at least you're just changing the way that you approach it, approach it because it is so like vulnerable and people I think get a little bit like almost like they're keeping score in their heads of what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong. And that's not really it. It's like, it, it's so individual. And so I think just yeah. even changing the approach helps. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And that's what like all in that articulation and how you say it is going mm-hmm. to really get to the results in, in a positive way. Yeah, totally. You know? And so what we were saying before was about like, do you feel like there's a level of, of educating that I think people do get from porn, whether, whether that's the best way or not the best way. Yeah. I sort of feel 50, 50 on it because obviously like it's, it's, being shot in a studio and like you said like no one's doing anal for 40 minutes it's just like not happening like that so the expectations (laughs) are high because that's another thing i tell a lot of the guys i was like first of all no one likes reverse cowgirl that's only good if you got a third person in there okay we're doing that for camera angles sir and so that you get the full monty the whole fucking time yes i mean that's so funny I'm sure there might be some people out there that like reverse, but I'm like, right. I just did. I'm like, I did leg day two days ago. Jesus <laughs> I'm like, oh my, my knees. God. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm at the age where they're cracking. I'm like, Jesus, can we put some sound over this? <laughs> now, a threesome, a, 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 now, if it's a threesome, a reverse cowgirl could be fun because someone could be eating the pussy and licking the dick and doing all the kinds of crazy stuff. Like, right. Yeah, but right, right, right. It all depends on what your kinks are, right? But uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not offering that up in my private life. I'm like, fuck that. So yes. I'm like, what? Yes. You want me to do what? No. <laughs> I'm going to call it a lazy dog and call it a day. Leave me alone. Yes. One of, the que- <laughs> one of the questions we got was like, what are your, what's your like private, you know, like your private life and your sex and relationships like? And I feel like even for me on like the coaching side of it, the, the reaction of like, what can you teach me? I'm like, what do you talk? What do you mean? Like, what are you, what do you mean? Huh? I don't. <laughs> we dim the lights. I mean, I work in bright lights. Okay. It's a little bit 7 Eleven. Can we just put the panel light on, please? You don't... Oh my God. I, I had sex with someone and they're like, I was like, could you just turn down the lights, man? And he was like, no. And I was like, fuck. I was like, you know what? Working lights, right? Like, you try to look oh at every pore on me. Like, what is this? Right. <laughs> Set the mood, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, you can always. T- I'm like, I'm not there for a performance in my private life. Right. Like, I'm there. Right. I'm there to do more of an intimate connection. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. You know, just enjoy, foreplay it. You know, whatever, mm-hmm. soft things that feel good to me and yeah. uh, to my partner at that particular time, depending on who the partner is. Uh, <laughs> not that I see many. Um, I actually live a very private life and only I don't really do much dating. Dating's always weird because I don't do like online dating or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm either, I'm all like, I, chances are I want to get kicked off as a catfish. Oh, and so it's just not worth my time. Right. Right. Or they're recognizing me and from the get they're thinking. And right. Like, it's, not, it's like, no, dude. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Not, so I'm not that girl. Yeah. I, like, I am a human being, bro. I'm not like what you watch on TV or whatever you're watching me on or whatever. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm right. still a human well, being. Yeah. And it's also kind of funny to me that, that people would have that reaction because it's like they realize that you get paid to do that. Right. So like a person randomly coming up to you and having these expectations like mm-hmm. it always feels sort of weird like <laughs> you like if I'm not like would you like me to invoice you at the end of the night if you want me to do reverse cowgirl you will be getting an invoice you will be getting <laughs> yeah, exactly I'm gonna use that actually I'm gonna just have a little I'm just gonna have a like reverse cowgirl credits yes. right there <laughs> surcharge for Sir, uh before we get started i just want to you know there's a surcharge to this yes exactly exactly are you willing I'm gonna so need payment feel, up front. 
Yeah, exactly. So do you feel like working in the industry you do, obviously it changes like an aspect of your dating life, but do you feel like it sort of is like a, something, do you like consider that when you're going through your, you know, whether you want to date or not want to date, or is it sort of like a non-issue and not really um, something that affects you much? If it affects somebody, it's going to be affect the other person. It's because they're uncomfortable with the situation. I'm perfectly right. fine and comfortable with my situation because I know exactly what I do and I know what I do on set and I'm there to, it's not like I'm not banging off set. I, I set up scenes. Right. I do my own content creation and that's it. That's my career. So mm -hmm. if you want to date me, you need to be secure enough to deal with that. And I know it's mm -hmm. asking maybe, but is it really asking a lot? It's just who I am. And that isn't going to be for everyone. And I also like, I'm kind of like the person I've realized that I, I kind of like to date. I'm not a serial dater, but I like having different lovers around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe not in the same city. <laughs> because I, I don't know. They like each kind of fulfill like a different part for me, I guess, mm -hmm. in a sense. So whether that's Polly, I don't know what the fuck that would be even called. But, and that works also with my job because. Mm -hmm. Everybody also knows I'm very honest. And as long as there's honest and communication, I can deal with whatever. And I'm very honest. If you're going to ask me about my day, just know that I'm going to talk about my day. And do you have to be prepared for what I'm going to say? Now, am I crude about it? No. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to it just like I would say to any, any anybody else. But be prepared. Right. I do what I do. And if you can't be proud of what I do and who I am and stuff like that, and what's the point? Right. And like I'm you said, that's really a that that's a them issue. It's not a you issue. That's them. And I, it's a, that's not a pro sweat. I don't feel bad about it at all. That's a, not even mad. Like, Hey, it's cool. Like I've, I've like, it's funny. It's like, uh, this career has like changed. Like I've had friendships that like knew me for years that suddenly like, Oh my God, you do what? Oh, now you can't be like, don't want to be friends with me or, or something like, I'm like, that's an issue on you, man. If I could be friends with you yeah. and I wasn't fucking your husband, I'm not going to fuck your husband now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there's something going on between you and your husband. I don't even want a part of it. Don't even tell me about it. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, keep your mess on that side of the line. Yeah. Work that out, girl. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. So that's a lot. Um, I've met a few people along the way that I've had good relationships with that we you know were secure that I think the monogamy part is the part that kind of just gets bland for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I always stayed working, but I like, I kind of like variety. So I think like, you know, you just kind of like any natural human, you just kind of do, do stupid shit to get out of the relationship, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or do you just get out of it? That's so funny. Well, you know, there's actually, there's research to show that human beings are not naturally monogamous. And that's something that like we have only started to create for ourselves in the past, whatever, couple hundred years. But naturally humans are not, are not actually monogamous species. So you're just, you're living the way humans are. I'm living, to. <laughs> I'm living my life, man. YOLO right exactly. there. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, exactly. It's, it's fun. <laughs> oh my gosh i guess the biggest thing for me is definitely communicate with your partner you know that intimate mm -hmm. communication if you could get that down there's nothing in that relationship that you can't talk about and work through and it really opens up your confidence and uh how you go about your day and especially like i don't know i'll take that a little further women 
go ahead, masturbate, orgasm, learn your body, because that does lead into your confidence. You know, knowing how to make yourself, you know, come, whatever, whatever that is for you, it is a confidence booster. I mean, you just feel more in charge of your life. Give it a try. You know, don't be ashamed. Talk to your girlfriends about it. See who else is masturbating. Who else is using toys? Maybe they're just fingers. Has anybody ever used a strap on before? Have anybody ever done anal? Just explore your body. Explore who you are. And there's nothing wrong to have a little time and step away from your partner. That's it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) And so you have tons of stuff that you can plug too. Like you have so many things that you're working on. You have your podcast. Okay. So on my public social media, I have Twitter, obviously. It's Alexis Fox. That's F-A-W-X. Uh, Instagram is Alexis Fox Live. That's going to be a lot tamer, uh, <laughs> obvious, for obvious reasons. Yes. So I have a coffee, high AF coffee. No, it is not infused. Uh, we're online, highafcoffee.com. Uh, if you're in Vegas, you can stop by Corey's, find wine and spirits, and pick up my coffee from there. Sometimes you might even see me in there having a little glass of wine. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also check out the beer, Cheers for Breakfast. Uh, we just set out a new batch, so it's really fresh. Um, so go check that out. My podcast, The Highest Fox Show. Uh, we're on all the main streaming platforms you can imagine, including YouTube, I guess. And um, it's a lot of fun. We smoke weed on it. We have comics. We have people from my industry. Uh, we have all kinds. We have sex birds. We have all kinds of things on there. Uh, so maybe we could have you on there. Um, and um, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, uh, that'd be awesome. And uh, yeah, so just check us out and uh, have fun with us. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alexis. I appreciate you taking the time and um, hopefully we'll have some more fun conversations. And I feel like I have so many questions for you personally about the things that you've done because you have way more fun in this industry than like, I feel like anyone we've spoken to. So I have questions. Oh, I have. Oh my God. I mean, I experienced my first gangbang on a, you know, in the industry. I've experienced my first DP, which is a lot of fun. And all these really cool things and like squirting on camera is uh <laughs> let me put away that myth the if you're gonna show i'm just sat with a gallon of water baby i know what you're doing yes. okay like, we all do i'm not saying that females can't ejaculate in a sense but it's more of a dribble dribble not like a man i right. got really good at the niche i could be like sitting here and hit my plants <laughs> The aim is perfect now. <laughs> oh, I got, I could like, yeah. I was like, who do you want me to hit today? I can hit his, I can hit his forehead. Watch this. <laughs> it was, it's insane. I can just imagine you aiming for in between the eyes and getting it. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thanks for making me do reverse for five minutes, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Payback <laughs> time. Hey guys, before we wrap up today's episode, let's go through the emails real quick and see what sex question you have for me today. The next question we got was really interesting to me because it was someone reaching out, explaining that the style of sex that them and their partner prefer are totally, totally different and neither one are really feeling very satisfied. This is really interesting to me because... Part of me wants to 
commend the person who is exploring a little bit more. And I'm sure I'm sure to like some respect, both of them are kind of exploring what they what their wants and needs are in their sexuality. Um, And that's really important because those conversations are not conversations that all couples have. It's very often that people just kind of settle for relationships with mediocre sex and just move on and assume that that's the way it's always going to be. The good news is that's not the case. So if you are looking for something different in your relationship and your partner is like not really feeling it, there's plenty of ways that you can compromise. There are ways that you can sort of like baby step into those behaviors. So I'll use the example of like, maybe you want like a dom sub type of scenario where like you want to be dominating your partner and you have this really specific type of play that you're interested in. Maybe you can look at the dom sub category as a whole and look at something that's a little bit more digestible. Maybe it's just in like the dirty talk that you include, or maybe you want to include something that's like, bondage or mutual masturbation that sort of includes that kind of dictation. You can also, which I learned about this app today, there is an app called Spicer, S-P-I-C-E-R. Every day the app will give you a question about a sex act or something related to sex, something related to pleasure that you may or may not be interested in. And you'll answer yes or no if you're interested. And when you get a match on that topic, the app will send a notification to both you and your partner. And now you have something new to try. And so this is a good opportunity for you to explore different facets of what you could potentially be interested in. I also would encourage you to have conversations around why you want to pursue this type of sex versus another type of sex. If you can continue to ask those why, why, why questions, you can help to sort of get to the bottom of, okay, maybe I keep using the dom sub example, but maybe I want to feel like I'm in a powerful situation and you are a small baby dove. that I'm cradling in my hands. There are plenty of ways that you could emulate that type of feeling without like maybe something that you've seen in in like a, a more intense or graphic porn or what have you. The world of sexuality is really broad um, and there's lots of ways to scratch an itch that may be more comfortable for both of you. But I recommend downloading that app. Again, it's Spicer and um, finding some new ways to explore in that way. And most importantly, have a conversation about what that interest means to you. Anytime that you can have a conversation, you're going to learn more about your partner. You're going to learn more about who you are and your sexual identity too. So it's absolutely worth talking it out. I hope that helps. And if you download that app, let me know how it is. I literally just downloaded it today and I can't wait to use it. Thank you so much for the great question. Keep them coming by emailing me at alyssaexplainsitallpod at gmail.com. Oh, 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 oh,